Thank you for tuning into the weekly sermon from Journey of Hope, a United Methodist community. We are a welcoming community that fosters belonging and acceptance. Through ministries, we enable individuals to transform their lives as they learn to follow Jesus Christ. We follow the guidance of the Spirit in sharing our faith through missional adventures, building relationships, and offering our witness to our community and world. We serve the Elgin, Illinois area and are located at the corner of Randall Road and Highland. To learn more about us, you can check us out at johumc.org or any of our social media platforms by searching Journey of Hope. And now, here is this week's message. The Old Testament lesson today is from Genesis chapter 22, beginning at the first verse. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain that I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son, Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place that God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back and get you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father Abraham, Father? Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and ranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld him from me, your son, your only son. Abraham looked up and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The second lesson is from Matthew chapter 10. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. 
And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. May God bless the reading, hearing, and understanding of his word. Amen. Thank you, Judy. God will provide. God will provide. You know, uh, earlier uh, Chuck had said that uh, they picked songs that they, that they liked, that they didn't pick one that would go along with the uh, passage, but I beg to differ because we've got love. Did not God provide the forest to the grizzlies? There we go. See? God provides all the time. It's amazing. Uh, so yes, where, where is God provided for you? Where is God provided for you in your life? We're going to get back to that because uh, I want you to think about that. I want you to, to get that question in your head early so as we talk about a few things that you may, you may remember a couple of times uh, where God provided what you needed when you needed it. So will you pray with me? Gracious and almighty God, and we come before you striving to hear your word, to understand your message for us today. And so God, in the midst of this incredibly difficult passage, God, speak to our hearts. Give us the message that, that you would have for us. And God, I ask that the words that I speak would no longer be my own, but they would be your words for your people. In Jesus' name, amen. So I would encourage you to have, uh, have your bulletins or as you're worshiping at line, uh, online that you have something that you can write down some notes so that when the Spirit speaks to you today uh, that you will be able to uh, write that down so that you don't forget it like I would probably forget. Uh, so I encourage you to do that. But before we get too far into this, this story about Abraham and Isaac, I think we all need to come to grips with something. Uh, and that is how incredibly unsettling this story is. Yes, there are strange stories in the Bible. I, I remember Dave just asked me as we were coming up to the Sunday, and he says, can you tell me what the theme is or, or what the Scripture passage is for Sunday? Because I want to try to craft something around our young explorer's time. And I said, well, it's actually the story of how Abraham was supposed to sacrifice his son. And he goes, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those stories that we, that we don't like to talk about that much because it, it has problems with it. But there are stories, stories all over Scripture. There are stories that we'd hope we wouldn't find in Scripture. It becomes difficult to explain why they're there and what they could possibly mean for us today. I mean, take the story about Lot's wife being turned into a pillar of salt. Or the story of two mothers who agreed to boil their children. Yes, it's in Scripture. We hear in Judges about Jael who lures Sisera to her tent and then proceeds to drive a tent spike through his head. Or what about Psalm 137, verse 9? Blessed shall he be who takes your little ones and dashes them against the rock. And then we have our story today about Abraham being tested. Yes, I know. I look back and Maureen is like, got that phrase. Like, yes. Difficult passages. 
There is some meaning behind some of those, especially like the psalms the psalmist uh, is writing because they've been held in captivity for so long uh, by the Babylonians. Uh, that this is a story about revenge, about, about getting out from the captivity, which is, but it's really strange to read those passages. But then we have this story about Abraham and Isaac and about Abraham being tested through a request to sacrifice his son. What do we do with these passages? Do we just ignore them or, or hope that someone will offer a good analogy or a good explanation as to why they're there? Or do we actually wrestle with these stories as a community? Trying to understand the meaning in a context that might be a little foreign to us. I think this might be what God is calling us to do today. So let's review and see if anything speaks to us in a new way today. You might remember that Abraham started out as Abram back when he was married to Sarai, and then God made a covenant with Abram, promising descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. Their names change to Abraham and Sarah, but still had no children. Sarah comes up with a plan to let Abraham have a child with Hagar, one of Sarah's servants. Ishmael is born and everything might have been all right, except that Sarah then got pregnant with Isaac. Hagar and Ishmael are now out of the picture as they get sent away and Isaac enters the family. Isaac represents the promise that God has made to Abraham. Here's where many nations will come from, right? Coming from Abraham through Isaac in the many nations. And I'm sure that's what Abraham thought, but yet God has a strange request. Take your son Isaac and go to the place where I lead you and offer him as a sacrifice offering. So much to unpack here. First of all, it says, take your only son, Isaac. Isaac's not his only son. It's a son he loves, but he did have another son. Another topic for maybe another day. But an interesting thought about this. But if God's promise to Abraham is supposed to come through Isaac, why would God ask him to be sacrificed? Wouldn't this be a contradiction in God's plan? Does God know without a doubt that Abraham is not going to go through with this request? God certainly has a lot on the line in this plan. But then again, maybe we can see some parallels with another story. God promised to Abraham is that the world will be blessed through him and all of his descendants. Through Isaac will come many nations. However, God commands a sacrifice. A sacrifice of the vessel. Isaac. Now many years later, we hear about the promise of salvation for the world. And this is going to happen through the person of Jesus Christ. Again, God's command was to sacrifice the vessel, Jesus. However, God's great salvation plan not only comes through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross, but also in Jesus' resurrection from the dead. God provided a ram 
to take the place of Isaac on the altar that day, assuring the blessing of Abraham and all of his descendants. God also provided the sacrificial lamb for us. For us, in Jesus Christ, life, death, and resurrection. But there is far more than just God providing a sacrifice for Isaac and all of us because the story doesn't focus on Isaac. Nor does it focus on the ram. The main focus of this story and the main character in this story is Abraham. It's a story about testing. It's a story about faith. It's a story about how God provides. Too often I hear this story speaking primarily about Abraham's faith, and while that is one of those main points found in this chapter, it is not all there is. I believe it is about the relationship between testing and providing. Sure, faith plays a big role in it, but that might be too easy for us today. When was the last time you felt like you were tested? Now, I don't mean like taking an exam for school or or a work training program or maybe the introductory testing to the Marines, Jaden. Have you done that yet? Yeah. Not quite talking about that testing. I'm, I'm not even talking about maybe all the medical testing that you might have gone through this past year. I'm talking about life experience life experiences which push you out of your comfort zone. These might be experiences which go against what you hope to do or hope to accomplish. Have you had one of those recently where God has kind of pushed you out of that comfort zone just a little bit? Because many times this is the type of testing involves a little bit of faith, like stepping out of the boat to walk on the water with Jesus. God did provide for Peter that day, and of course, until he took his eyes off of Jesus. Now, please understand that God wants to provide all things to us within God's plan. Within God's plan. Not my will, but your will be done. But sometimes there needs to be a confirmation of our faith before receiving that gift. When I heard the call to go into ministry, I needed God to provide. I was walking away from a business that I helped build. I was leaving a decent salary and benefits and and security to follow God along this journey. I remember having one of those heart-to-heart conversations with God. There were multiple areas in my life where I needed God to just make a way to provide, to clear a a path and, and provide for me and for my family. Can I tell you that every single step along that journey, every door that I needed to walk through, every life decision that I needed to make, every need that I had was met by my Creator. God provided for me and my family, and God continues to do so every day. Our passage today includes one of the many names for God in the Old Testament, and I wanted to bring that to you because somebody asked me this morning, What does that say? It's Jireh. The Hebrew word found in in verse 14, it's actually also found in verse 8. 
Because verse 8 says, Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. The Hebrew word is Jehovah-Jireh, which simply means God will provide. Jireh, provide. See, now you must know that in my calling in the ministry, the provision didn't just happen. I needed to take that first step. I needed to commit to school, to leaving my job, and to entering into this wonderful calling of ministry. This was my testing. I could have just said that I would, God, I'm going to make the move, but you're going to have to take the first step. You're going to have to open that door. You're going to have to lay it all out before me so I can see it before I tell my boss that I need to quit. I need that assurance that everything is going to be taken care of. It's not what happened. You see, I needed to take that step in faith, leaving myself open and vulnerable. It was at that moment that God provided. Very similar to to Abraham's story of of being open and vulnerable and, and actually following through with something that God is asking him to do that is completely against what any of us would think possible. How would you feel today if word from God came that said, hey, I need you to sacrifice. I need you to sacrifice one of your kids, one of your grandkids. Difficult journeys, difficult steps. Abraham stepped out in faith, taking his son Isaac and journeying for three days to a place where he was prepared to sacrifice him. Only after God knew that Abraham would not hold anything back did God provide the ram for that sacrificial offering. Noah stepped out in faith when God asked him to build a massive boat in the middle of a desert. And I'm sure people thought he was crazy, but he did it anyway. After it was built... God knew that Noah would not hold anything back in his service. God sent the rains, making sure that Noah was safe in the boat and saved them. Daniel stepped out in faith, interpreting dreams, praying when the rulers told him not to do it. And God saw Daniel's faith and provided a safe place, even in the midst of a few hungry lions. Three years ago, we stepped out in faith as we joined two communities who were struggling to form Journey of Hope. We needed to be faithful and take those first steps, trusting that God was going to provide. And I think we all have at least one 531 moment that we could share about that process and about how God came through and provided for each and every one of us. And all I have to do is look around the room this morning and see all of those names of those worshiping even online to celebrate the wonderful way that God continues to provide. And then last week, we once again stepped out in faith, trusting that God would provide as we joined with yet another community of faith. And while God is already providing in big ways, I cannot wait to see where God is going to lead us and how God is going to provide in the future. God will provide. Jehovah Jireh. So where has God provided for you recently? 
Has there been a time when, when you needed to take a step out in faith, not knowing exactly where, where it would lead, only to find that God provided in the midst of your faith? I wonder if there's any uh, Indiana Jones fans in the room. It goes all the way back, though, to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Because the Raiders of the Lost Ark, when we go back there, uh, if you remember correctly, he had that, uh, that moment where he was in the room and there was all those little squares standing out in front of him. And he had to step on the right letter in order to make that step. All the others would fade away. So he had to make sure that he was standing on the right It was a step of faith. And then later on, there was this precipice that he was looking out across this huge chasm and he needed to take a step out into the unknown in order to find the bridge that was not visible. That is taking that first step and allowing God to provide. He leaped forward just by putting his foot out. I'd take a step but I'll fall down there. But, <laughs> but he took that step Are you ready to take that step and allow God to provide for you? And so I hope that as we we close our worship, that you've had a moment to reflect on where God has tested you recently, where God has asked you to step out in faith, or maybe it is right now that God is asking you to step out in faith and you're just not sure if you should do it. Can I tell you? It's worth it. Take that step. God will provide God provides always and everywhere. And so go forth from this place, even if it's just across the hall to enjoy some fellowship time with all of us. Go forth from this place or wherever you may be this morning. Go forth knowing that the love of God, the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit goes with you. It goes with you always. Amen.